Welcome home. I'm so glad you decided to join us today for Church at Home, and I would love to extend a special welcome to anyone new to the family. My hope is that this next 30 minutes will provide you with hope and good news, so prepare your heart to receive it. Set down the things that beep, chirp, or buzz at you, and take a deep breath and release the stress and craziness you have been holding in. Gather friends or family around you, or contact someone over the phone and watch with them. And just let the words, music, and prayers encourage and strengthen your soul as we have church at home together. We are starting a new sermon series about the promises of God, and today we are going to be talking about how God promises to provide a way through the dangers of life. And if you have any questions, want to get involved, or let us know that you are here, just text HelloCore to 474747 and we will get in touch with you. And if this is helpful to you, please consider clicking the like and subscribe buttons and ring the bell for notifications. We are a church that seeks to transform lives with the resurrected power of Jesus, and there are a lot of great things happening, but we'll come back to them at the end. Right now, let's gather together for a time of praise and worship.
welcome to our house for Church at Home. I'm Anna, a leader at Church at Home, and I'm excited to spend some time with you today. Quick check-in, how are you today? How was your week? Are you weary of this pandemic and all the closures in your life? I know I personally have struggled with finding some good news in the midst of gray skies. Yet today we're going to hear about some hope for this year, some good news in the midst of this challenging life. We're going to hear about God's promises for us. We begin with the words Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. A framework for Christians through the ages and cultures have been our creeds. They give us scaffolding for what we believe. Please join me in reciting this creed known as the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us, especially if this is your first time. Shoot us a text to 474747 with the word Hello Core to let us know you're here. When you do that, a form will come to you with a place for you to ask questions. If there are any words you don't understand, any questions about the ideas you hear, please write them and send them to us. We would love to find time to talk more deeply about what you hear. We begin a new sermon series this week. It's called Yes and Amen, All God's Promises Fulfilled in Christ. Today we will hear about Jesus being our way through danger. Ron, welcome back. So glad to have you here. It is awesome to be in your home and uh, welcome home. Absolutely. That's it. And it's glad to, uh, we're going to be starting this new sermon series mm -hmm. and um, one of the things that, that's interesting is um, life is full of danger. I don't know if you feel it, but I just feel everything could be a potential harm to me right now. Um, that's why we, why we wear masks and gloves and everything seems so dangerous right now. Dangerous on the virus front, dangerous on the political front. Danger all around. Will Robinson. Yeah, you know. right. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I love that thing. I, nobody else will watch it with me, but I love Lost in Space. Absolutely. But it's a great opportunity to yeah. just ask, can we trust that God will lead us through danger? Mm -hmm. It is an amazing um, concept because there is, such, there is such trepidation right now. Yeah. And we're not called to live in any kind of a fear, but into the promises and the stability that God provides mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. And so as we look at this series, it's called Yes and Amen. Uh, and today we're going to be looking at a global guarantee. And I want to begin with the passage that we get from 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 20, that kind of outlines all of this. It says, For no matter how many promises God has made, they are all yes in Christ, and also through Him, amen. Mm. It is spoken by us to the glory of God. Yeah. And so there is this yes and amen that God is giving us 
in Christ Jesus. And so we're going to wander back uh, to the Old Testament. Mm. And we're going to be taking a look at Noah and taking a look at some of the promises that are encapsulated in that. Then we're going to go into uh, the Gospel of Mark. And we're going to pair these things with one another and take a look at how the promise and then is fulfilled. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to have fun. Yeah, I love it. Once again. So if you can um, start in uh, Genesis 9, and we're going to go from 8 to 17. You got it. Let's set the context. We've got uh, Noah um, has been um, charged to build a great big boat or ark. (laughs) And he's been charged to gather all of the animals in it because God's anger and wrath is going to be poured out uh, on the earth because of the enormity of sin that has been experienced on earth. And so um, they're going to gather in the boat, and there's going to be some things that happen. And so I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah. Hit it. You got it. And this is after that flood. And after God's anger has been really a cleansing of the earth. It Mm -hmm. had gotten that bad. Yep, indeed. Okay, Genesis chapter 9, beginning at verse 8. Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the bird, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as come out of the ark. It is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it. And remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. Mm. So what we're going to really look at is this question. And I want to pose that as uh, where we're going and hopefully what the scripture will answer. And that is, will God provide a way through danger? Will God provide a way through danger? Um, Some of you have experienced God's provision and care through danger. Some of you have not. But we're going to look at this scripture, and then we're going to go into Mark and take a look at those two things and see how God will provide a way through danger. So we are, uh, when asked this question as well, are you a good promise keeper? (laughs) Do you keep promises well? I'm a good promise maker. Yeah, I know my wife says that too. (laughs) Um, You know, the reality is I'm good at keeping some promises and I'm not good at keeping other promises. I can say that as God has struck my heart Mm -hmm. over the years, I'm much better at keeping promises. But early on, I was not a good promise keeper at all. But God actually keeps his promises. So we're going to see this passage in Genesis. Uh, We're going to see that God makes this covenant. It's agreement 
uh, with Noah um, because God has destroyed the world um, and cleansed it through this flood activity that has come up. You made a great point on that. And so um, in that, he says, I will never do this again. Never. Which, by the way, is really good news. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, when we begin to look at that, uh, we're going to find out how God is going to lead us through danger. So when we see this lesson and we read this lesson, we're going to see there that um, a bow comes in the sky. And that's that bow. And some scriptures will call it a rainbow. This one does not. It calls it a bow, but it's very intentional. Yeah. And um, when we begin to look at that, we're going to see that God strikes this bow in the sky. And when do bows occur? After the storm, right? After a huge storm. Yeah. I mean, here in Myrtle Beach today, we had a humongous storm. It rained and it rained and it rained. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is we didn't get any sun, so there's no rainbow. Right. Yeah. Um, but it happens after the trauma occurs. Yeah. And yeah. that's that promise. Um, so what we want to do is, as we looked at this passage, I don't know if you saw when when... Greg was reading that, I threw out the numbers, yeah. and there are three times in this very short passage that the term bow is mentioned. Mm-hmm. We were doing Bible study uh, a couple of weeks ago on this and just looking at it, and I was so excited about the number three uh, and the bow, because whenever you see something multiplied and talked about several times in Scripture, it is an accentuation of the importance of that. And so the accentuation of this bow is saying, I am placing a covenant, an agreement that I'm never, ever going to do this again. I will provide a way out. Yeah. I will provide the way out. So as we begin to look at this bow, um, the word is actually used for the Hebrew weapon. It's a weapon. Think about it. Um, we know it as an archery bow, and that's exactly what it is. Uh, So you have this bow that is there, and that bow is is a sign and a symbol of of danger, if you will think of it for a minute, hope in another way. But there's some other connotations about that that are going to be interesting. And so why is this word uh, for bow being used as an instrument of war that is going to speak of Hope, danger, and promise. Well, when we take a look at this, uh, we see that a bow um, is uh, this way. And when we begin to think about that, which way is that, that arrow going to be shot? Oh, yeah. It is going to be shot up. Now, why would we think about having an arrow being shot up? Now, in ancient cultures and even today, we see God up. We, we look up for the Lord. And so the indication is, is that this bow and this use of the bow is to take on a punishment. Think about this for a minute. A weapon, an injury. Think. So this bow that is coming out is being shot up towards heaven to take on the wrath that God would have intended on creation. Yeah. yeah. 
I have to say that I haven't seen that as I've been looking at these scriptures, and it's very um, powerful to me that I know that when I fall into sin, like those people way back then, and God's wrath was poured out and annihilated anything, he said, no longer am I going to annihilate things. I, God Almighty, am going to take on the wrath that I would like to inflict on you, and I will take it on myself. So we see that we are the ones that are at fault. We are the ones that are in danger. But God takes on that wrath. God is establishing in this, um, in this um, rainbow and in this uh, saying that he will never uh, flood the earth again. He is literally saying, I want to establish a culture of life and vitality. Mm-hmm. I no longer want to destroy things. I want to create a life and a culture of vitality. Now, when you see the rainbow in the sky and I see it, I see it and I'm going, there's a sense of just childish joy. Absolutely. When I see it. And then I see a double rainbow and I'm going, whoa! You know, and, and the issue is it's bringing about vitality in the sense of the colors that are there, the joy that is expressed. God is saying, I want you people to live in this vital sense of relationship with me. So we're going to go there. And so where does God take on the wrath that was intended for us? Mm -hmm. And so he's going to take that on in Jesus. And why is that important? Well, we're going to look at this passage now just a little bit. We're not going to read the whole thing. I'll give you a little brief synopsis. This is from Mark chapter 1, uh, 9 through 13. And it's where Jesus is baptized and in that baptism, the heavens are torn apart, which is a pretty big sign of God's um, yeah. presence. The heavenly dove showing up, the Holy Spirit being there. And then we have a voice from heaven that other people hear. And as they hear it, you are my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Speaking of Jesus in this baptism. So the next thing that happens in this passage is kind of, When I first read it as a kid and was coming along, I was going, why? It says the Spirit drives Jesus into the wilderness. So we're going to say that is the Holy Spirit. That's the very presence of God moving him into the wilderness. So we are going to see that he goes into the wilderness. He's going to be tempted in every way that we are, yet does not sin. So we see that he's going to be tempted by the devil in three different ways. And I can go into all that, but in every way that we could be tempted, Jesus is tempted, but he doesn't sin. Right. He is the perfect sacrifice, um, perfect one that when he goes to the cross, um, the, the sky on that Good Friday becomes dark. Yeah. Um, it absolutely becomes dark. And one of the metaphors that I've used through my life is that darkness would have been just my sins if they were arrows flying through the sky. Are you catching me? Mm-hmm. They would be the arrows that are flying through the sky. The wrath that God would have, he takes that wrath on Christ so that I will be led from any danger, death, sin, any danger 
Christ takes on him and gives me the vitality of life. So when we look at this, we see, will God provide a way through danger? Absolutely. Absolutely he does. He does that in the perfect one who is Jesus Christ, who goes to the cross for our sins. And he takes on the arrows of wrath that would have been intended for us. Absolutely. And God buffers them in the death of his son. And then he goes to the grave. And voila, three days later, he conquers death, sin, and the devil. He conquers him again. Yeah. And so we see this sense of freedom that comes from us. So as you live into this sense that will God provide for you a way out of danger, the answer is yes, he will. And the most catastrophic things, including death. When we begin to look at that and we begin to rest on what Jesus has done for us, I'm going to tell you, a transformation happens within us. And that transformation that happens within us is that with every promise of God, there is a yes and amen and we trust it. Another transformation that happens, which is quite remarkable, is you become promise keepers. You be able to tell the truth, say the truth, live in the truth in a way that you couldn't and I couldn't when I wasn't resting on that work of Christ. Mm -hmm. So will God provide a way through your danger? I think you'll have to answer that question. I think the answer is is yes yes and and amen. amen. That's awesome. Thank you, Pastor Ron, for giving us hope in the midst of our times of weakness and danger. I hope your heart was awakened and warmed with his words. If you have any questions, please use the feedback form to contact us and Pastor Greg, Pastor Ron, or I will get back to you. As Christians, we have a God who hears and forgives. We like to take time in our service to examine our hearts and confess to him. I wonder, are there times when your heart has been restless this week? Times when you haven't gone to God, but to other people, things, or substances to meet your needs. Times you haven't trusted God's power to meet your needs. Take a few moments to reflect on this week and confess those things to God. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Almighty God, creator of all, you marvelously made us in your image but we have corrupted ourselves and damaged your likeness by rejecting your love and hurting our neighbors. We have done wrong and neglected to do right. We are sincerely sorry and heartily repent of our sins. Cleanse us and forgive us by the sacrifice of your Son. Remake us and lead us by your Spirit, the Comforter. We ask this through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose steadfast love is as great as the heavens are high above the earth, remove our sins from us. As far as the east is from the west, strengthen our life in his kingdom and keep us upright to the last day. Through Jesus Christ, our merciful high priest. Amen. I want you to know that God loves you and meets you no matter how far away you feel today with words of welcome. Listen to these words of Jesus to all who turn to him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. These words remind us of the truth that Jesus is the one who comes in the midst of our danger. He runs after us in his love to rescue and care for us. As a result of his care, we can then care for each other. We say the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. As we say the word peace, we realize the world is greatly lacking in peace right now. We hear of bad news everywhere. Our hearts are heavy until we remember we have a God who loves us. We can turn to him with all our needs and wants, and he both hears and answers our prayers. Join me in a time of prayer. Oh, Father, we pray that you will lead the nations of the world in the ways of peace, guide their leaders in wisdom and truth for the safety and good of all. Lord, we do pray for the countries of the world that there you would raise up leaders who could lead them well, who would love the people who would love you, and that there would be peace on earth together. Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Pour out on your whole church the spirit of unity and truth. May all who confess your holy name agree in the truth of your word, live in loving unity, and serve you with holy and righteous lives. Lord, we do pray for the church in America and the church worldwide, that churches right now would be a place of hope, that we would share the message of hope, the good news of the gospel with all that we come in contact with together. Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, comfort and sustain everyone who in this fleeting life is in sorrow, need, sickness, or any other distress. Take a few moments to say the names of those that you are praying for. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us pray as our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May the Holy Trinity make us strong in faith and love, defend us on every side, and guide us in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen.
are strong, you are sure, you are life, you endure, you are good, always true, you are light, breaking through, here's my heart, Lord, here's my heart, Lord, here's my heart, Lord, oh, no, no, speak what is true, in Jesus, here's my life, Lord, here's my life, Lord, oh, here's my life, Lord, hey, speak what is true, speak what is true, speak what is true. Thank you so much for joining us today. I mentioned earlier that we are a community that seeks to transform lives with the resurrected power of Jesus Christ. And as we close, I would like to share a few ways to connect into our family. If you are interested in connecting with us in this way or learning more, please text HelloCore to 474747 and we will connect with you. Our core groups are continuing to grow and reach many different people in different ways. These groups really try to dive deep together and we would love to find the right group for you. Thank you so much for taking this time to join us and we look forward to seeing you again next week.